Hey everyone, oh, welcome to the Magical Stories of Healing and Spiritual Gifts podcast. I am David. I'm here with my lovely wife, Megan. Hi, everyone. And we have such a special guest today, Mr. Robin DiRosario. Uh, we Thank are you so excited. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate you making some time with us. We were referred by uh, Tony Dastro. We had such a fireball interview with him when he yeah, got he's back. My, he's, my, he's my brother from another mother. He's like, he's a, he is a good inspiration to me. Yeah, man, I really liked yeah. him. He's a yeah. ball of fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it sounds like, so from, he had an awesome experience at Rhythmia, and just looking over, you have such an interesting story, and the beautiful thing about it, not to jump ahead, I want, I'm going to let you get into it, but yeah. people, one of the toughest things for people do is to be vulnerable about the dark stuff they deal with, and to be vulnerable about, you know, the, the part of them that wasn't the best part of them in the past. I mean, we've had to deal with that. I know I have before my healing and all that. And your story is such a great example of just putting it out there, being so real with yourself and such genuine healing. And what's amazing about that is your story has such a potential to create space for so many other people in their healing, man. I'm really, really excited for this. Yeah. I mean, that's what I had to do. Like when I, um, I'm a very, very private person. I don't tell people anything about my nobody so <laughs> here so, you are on a podcast yeah and here i am telling you your eight thousand people or you know whoever but, but it is i'm hoping that i can help people because what i went through i'm sure other people are going through right so and you, yeah. when people are on that dark side i said if you leave it unchecked it's gonna you know it take the rains over you it will rain over you and it's gonna destroy everything in your life like and you're just gonna be yeah. left with emptiness right and that's what would have happened to me if I, I just kept doing what I'm doing. I mean, I'm 53 and I'm still, I'm learning, you know? You look <laughs> like great. Should've... You're 53. Oh, thank you. God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing, man. I was definitely, yeah, you, you age wonderfully. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. See, I knew all that oil of would work on something. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it interesting how, for me, ayahuasca did this. I was, I was the same way. I would have never in a million years shared my story with anyone, ever. <laughs> exactly. And then I exactly. drank ayahuasca and I'm just like, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I said, as soon as you take ayahuasca, you know, you make that contract, right? When you go up there, David, you've done ayahuasca oh, yeah. David, as well? Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, when you go up there, you take your, when you go up there, you take that first medicine, you've made a contract with the universe now and if you do not follow through because they've given you a gift. And then if you think you're going to sit back and just, Oh, it's going to be a magical snap your fingers and here right. we go. No, they're going to make you do your work and they'll kick the shit out of you and they kick the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't do, I didn't do the work. And that's what's happened to me. Like since January, when I did it, to now, even now, um, it's been an ordeal. Like, yeah. it is, yeah, they are not letting me rest until, and it's a tough love. It's not like, hey, you know, we're oh, going to yeah. smack you around. They're telling you, hey, you're not doing your, your stuff, dumbass. So here we are. We're going to take things away from you. And that's yeah. what they did. You know, they've taken the love of my life away from me. And now it's trying to get back to, you know, to get back to my twin flame because they've taken it away from me. So I got to yeah. work. And there's, so I've got to do my self work and I got to work. You know, yeah, man. I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. Oh, like, that's yeah, integration is important. It's probably more important than even the ceremony. So you, know, you come back and do afterwards. I learned that too. You know, the first exactly. three months I felt great. And then little things started creeping back up. And I was like, oh my God, you know? And so it's just so important. Exactly. Because wow. I thought I came back. Oh, I'm healed. I feel good. I'm, right. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm dancing with the unicorns and I'm, I'm right. throwing fairy dust everywhere. <laughs> 
but and then the next thing you know they're saying hey you're not doing your work guess what here's a smack in the face Mm. and we're going to keep smacking you until you you start opening your eyes yeah because when you see um i don't know if you've done your journey but i'll get into my journey in a sec but when you get to your journey you get to see who your spiritual self knows right Mm. so i've seen who i was you know i know i'm this warrior i have to go fight and i didn't fight like when i come here i think it's just gonna be fine but yeah you got to keep fighting and and that warrior inside you has to wake up because yeah yeah. so i'll get into that journey where i had to where i woke up yeah where i woke up so i'll get to that Ah, i'm excited about that well let's uh just we usually start out just i kind of ask a little bit about your childhood you know not with everyone that stuff spawns Mm -hmm. from childhood but we're just curious like um Tell us a little bit about your childhood. Did you deal with anything, any traumatic or anything in your, in your childhood? Were you raised in like a religious upbringing, a spiritual, neither? Nothing. Like, oh, I mean, I was, like, I had a great child. I have a great mother, great dad. You know, I have a great family. I, you know, it was nothing. I had just a normal, you know, play, have fun, go do whatever. My mom was very religious, so I grew up very religious, right? I had, mm-hmm. I, I was forced the Bible down my throat, was eaten and, but to me, that was a good thing because it yeah. also taught me value, right? And yeah. you know, my dad's side, he was very disciplined. He's in, he's from the army side, right? So I had discipline. I, I had to be at the supper table at six. I had to make sure my room was clean. I had to, so, you know, I had to get discipline stuck into me. So, yeah. and I always thought my dad was the worst guy in the world. But as you grow older, you think <laughs> yeah. that's that's the best thing he could have done to me. I'm so disciplined, you know. I, everything I do is very disciplined. You know, that's so. amazing it's crazy how that changes right <laughs> exactly so but my my issue was the soul lineage that i had behind me that was oh, the, so wow. that was what was creating all this dark side in me it, it created you know because when that dark side is there you know it's there you've seen it yeah and it blinds you so blinds you that you don't even see you think that you're okay but it blinds you so well that you're yeah. doing all this stuff to people and you're hurting people. You don't realize you're hurting people because they know how to manipulate your mind. You know, you can well, say whatever. Yeah. Because you know, you should have known you don't know. Right. You yeah. don't know because that dark side manipulates you in a different way. Yeah. Well, t- t- tell us about your story, man. Yeah. So what was happening was, uh, I, was wondering always why I had relationship problems. And this was stemming back 43 years ago, uh, the way I was hurting women and doing things like that. So it's always building this empire, this monster creating, but I was hiding behind the spiritual bypass where I'm thinking, hey, I'm a really nice guy, I'm doing this, but this dark side is you know, creating this wall where it was hurting women. And when I got, uh, you know, when I was young too, I was doing everything. I was doing everything. I was cheating. I was, when I was with my wife, I was, you know, I wasn't the best husband. You know, I was emotionally hurting her. I was physically abusing her. And until I got to a point where, Hey, how can I do this? I'm a, I'm a protector. How am I doing this? So this, this fight was happening with me because I knew I was a good person, but this bad side was doing all this stuff. Right. Mm. So I was doing all this uh, terrible stuff to my wife and every relationship I was having. And that's why I had to leave my wife because I just, I couldn't do this stuff to her anymore. I couldn't be this man anymore. So I had to go find out who I was. Wow. And then, um, but even then, even I was, when I was dating these other women too, I was still doing this stuff. I was, you know, I was dating them. I was dating other multiple women. I was doing all this crap, everything that you could think of, I was doing. 
you know, yeah. but in a different way. I stopped physically, but I was, I was abusing them through mentally abusing them. You know, if I didn't want to be with them, I wouldn't talk to them. So that's hurting them. Or, you know, I would keep them because I think oh, something A, B, C, D is coming along, you know, so I'll just wait. So I was just yeah. doing all this stuff. I didn't realize that when you do that, you're hurting these people. You're, and you're being attached to them. You're still attached to them. Right. Right? You're still attached to them. You don't release them. You've had them. So in this dark side, I'm saying, okay, I'm a nice guy. Well, I'm not hurting them because they're gone. So I'm going to go and pretend I'm just, you know, I'm still working on myself in this human form, you know, trying to be a nice guy, trying to do this. How do I become better? Why? Gee, I don't know why I'm getting all, you know, I can't keep a relationship. I don't know. (laughs) Because I'm still doing this dark side stuff. Because like I said, when you leave it unrained, it's just going to keep keep doing what it's doing, right? Because it's so spiritual, man. We live in such a spiritual world. You made a wonderful point there that I think uh, most people don't realize. I know I didn't for so long until I tried to tap into spirituality and actually learning uh, from Megan, but you you really are still connected to them. There's still a connection there. Absolutely. That's so important to point out. Yeah, you're still, you've got this etheric cord that's still attached to them and they're still Mm -hmm. attached to you because they're not moving on. So, and this back and forth thing is coming. So, um, yeah, so until you release that, yeah, you're always going to be attached to them. And that's, and that keeps you clear. That keeps you clear for the one that you're looking for, you know, that true love that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. People think because you break up, you go to the next one, they're going to save it. No, that cord has to be cut. You don't cut it. Mm. If you don't say you're released, you're going to be attached to these people for the rest of your life. You know, yep. We just had long. this conversation last night. That's, we, yeah, because that's news to me. Like, yeah, I'm, I was just I'm telling still learning. This. And she was telling me this. So I'm, I'm yeah. learning still all this stuff every day. Yeah, that's true. Blew my mind. This was just last night we talked about this. That's exactly. Amazing. So wow. yeah. So you are attached, and then so it took me. It's like I'm still. So when I broke up with my wife, I'm, I'm going through all these dates, all these relationships, because I'm thinking, well, maybe somebody can save me, because mm. that's the that's my mentality at that time. Somebody's going to save me. But then when I'm with these people, well, they don't have this. They don't have that for me. But I'll keep them here because they do this, but that person does that. So I'm building this, this wall of crap. You know, this, yeah. it's so dark now. Now I can't even see forward, like, what was going on, even though I knew what I needed to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then I met this other woman, um, and I dated her for three years from 2015 to 2018. And I was going to give it a try. I thought, okay, she's going to save me. We're all good. Everything's going to be good, this relationship. But I built this dark side again. It's still doing the same thing, right? It became this war. Okay, well, you're doing this. Well, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do it three times worse than you did it to me. You know, so mm-hmm. instead of letting it go, it became a war. So we kept doing this war with each other. You know, I'd make up lies to get out to go on dates. I would make up. I would do everything I can, you know to hide this. And now I'm building this wall of lies too. I can't keep up what lies they put. Like, oh, now I got to go through my mental. Oh my yeah. God. So you just work. Say, yeah. It's like, it's like, uh-huh. so yeah. So I built up this really dark side of me and I couldn't, and I knew I had to shake it, but I couldn't figure out how to shake it. You know, even though I, I did all the work, I've read the books by Joan, uh, Jim Rohn and, you know, Stuart Wilde and everything. I thought somebody would, it would help me, right? So it took me that to when I broke up with um, the second girlfriend that she had to break me because the spirit, you know, when the that universe is telling you, you know, they're trying to help you, but you're not listening. It's like 
Mm. It's like getting that phone call, but I can't answer it. They're, they're phoning me, but I hear the, you know, it's all muffled. It's, I, I can't hear what you're saying. You know, we're trying to help you, but you're not listening to us. So when I broke up with the, with uh, the second girlfriend, that's where also now, now there's a light. When you break, that's how you, you get better. You have to break, you know, mm. then you can heal, you can move on. And then I, I needed help. I just went to the universe that I need help. I just, this is hurting me too much. Why am I doing this to people? I knew I was doing something wrong, but I couldn't figure out why I was doing something wrong. Isn't it a crazy feeling to like be self-aware, but not know how to change it? Cause I resonate with that. That was me pre ayahuasca. It is. It's, it's mentally draining. It's like, yeah. I mentally drained. I'm like, I know what I'm doing, but why? But yeah, I knew what I was doing. It's like, right. Hey, this is why I'm doing, but why am I doing it? I couldn't figure out why the why. I, I just couldn't stop it. Like every time I tried to do something, it would give me something and I would take it. Like, you know, I would go down the street and a girl talks to me, they give me the number. Why did I take it? Like, I didn't know why I took it. Like, why the hell would I take it? <laughs> mm. I'm with somebody. I couldn't figure out why I took it. Yeah. Even though, so it was that ego thing. It was that uh, I needed to get that ego boost. I needed to, so it became uh, an addiction. So it became an addiction mm. now. It's just like alcohol and drugs. Oh, yeah. Even though I fought other addictions, like I, I thought oh, I was good because I can fight alcohol. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't gamble. I don't do any of that bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would easy stop, you know. Um, uh, yeah, anything I do, I just stop. But for this reason, I could not stop it. Wow. it, it could, and so even though I know it was wrong, you know, I knew it was wrong. Now I can see it's wrong. But back then yeah. I didn't see it was wrong, right? Right. So that's what happened is I just went to um, – I just, when I, I left uh, the, the second uh, relationship, I just asked the universe because I was so broken. I couldn't move for days and weeks. Like, mm. just couldn't move, even though I had to go to work and do my stuff. And like, I asked the universe for help. When I mm. asked for help, I'm on YouTube. <laughs> and that's the way they were connecting to me is through YouTube because I don't have TV. I don't, uh, I don't do any social media stuff. Yeah. YouTube. And then all of a sudden, this um, DMT showed up. Like, what's DMT? I started reading about DMT. The rabbit hole begins. <laughs> the rabbit hole begins. So, okay. And then when I was reading about DMT, well, it's, well, it's illegal here, so I can't have it because it doesn't look good. And then I started going, and all of a sudden, I went into um, ayahuasca. I'm like, okay, what's this ayahuasca thing? And I started reading about, you know, ayahuasca, and then um, and it had DMT in it. Oh, wow, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Maybe I that's, that's good. Yeah. I have to go to a different country so I can't get arrested because it's legal somewhere. Like that. <laughs> and then when I saw about Peru and I thought, oh, I don't really want to go to the jungle because next thing I'm going to be on a skewer with somebody and, you know, I'm going to be some <laughs> dessert or you know, right? Yeah, in the jungle somewhere. So I didn't want to do that until I saw the reality of truth. Mm. And then when yes. I saw the reality of truth, we uh, interviewed does he know dude that's that is that's we that's what so when she was about to go she was getting nervous about it we I saw the reality of truth death. and the reality exactly. of truth, we were like okay this is it we actually interviewed michael zappi on our oh podcast yeah i, I love that guy yeah. yeah but we interviewed awesome. him and yeah so he's that was what that's a great great dog i'm glad you came across that it's such a good it totally yeah. helped me like okay yeah. it gave me the nudge that i needed yeah that's right and that's what i needed too because yeah when I'm reading it, something opened up inside me and said, that's where you need, because my soul is always talking. Your soul is always talking to you. You have to realize yeah. 
it's always talking to you. It's just, I couldn't understand it because it was just muffled. Even though I knew it was taking care of me ever since I was born all the way to now, it's been taking care of you. We just don't listen, right? Yeah. Our minds are just, our egos are taking over. And once yeah. you not listen to your ego and listen to your soul and the difference between your ego is loud and your soul is very quiet. It will tell you quietly, that's yeah. where you need to go. And that's what I did. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to put $5,000 down on a whim where I'm going to go somewhere and see, okay, this magical thing is supposed to cure me. So that's where I was. It's like, but something told me just do it. You know, I just, so I put on $5,000. You go down there to arrhythmia, but I, 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 um, I saw it in February. So I, it was like a almost a year before I went. So February, 2019, and I didn't go till January, 2020. So I had all these months to, figure myself out and I was working on myself. I stopped, uh, I went plant-based. So I knew, nice. you know, nice. that's awesome. And that's the thing. You just do it because you know, you got to be clean when you get there. And that's, yeah. you know, when, yep. when you go to ayahuasca, everybody has to be, I mean, even yeah. for three months or whatever, be clean, you know, mm-hmm. alcohol yeah. free, whatever you need to do because that medicine has to work for you, mm-hmm. you know, and, yep. and it'll work for you. Yeah. So when I get there, it was, um, so it was in February and I didn't go to January. I thought, okay, this is great. Now I got this thing. I feel like I'm still reading about this stuff, trying to see. And your ego still plays with you, right? It'll tell you, nope, you can't go there. No, that's too much money. Yeah. You're fine. You're good. Because the dark side now knows you're going to go get fixed. And it's yes, good as hell. Dude, I got chills. That's that resonates. That happened to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. man. Yeah, and she man. got closer. It kept, yeah, it kept telling her not yeah. to go. Yeah. Yep. yeah, because now the dark side knows it's you're going to get fucking fixed. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> now you're going to go, now you're going to get woken up and it doesn't want you to win. And that's what wow. it is. The dark side does not want you to win. That's so Even though it's true. here to help you. And even though you have to, like, I came to that conclusion where, you know, you have to be friends with the dark side because they're going to, they're going to help you get to the other side because yeah. they're going to give you your challenge. We come to this world for mm. a challenge. If we didn't come in, it'd be boring. Yeah. They're going to make it hard for you. They need you to lose but they're also going to challenge you. So you become friends with them. You sit them down. What do we need to do? You know, yeah, you, you guys suck, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, they need you to leave. But at least you were in a luxury setting, right? <laughs> Costa Rica. Exactly. I you definitely did. would have been a little bit more excited. I think if I had been gone. To you did Virginia. it right. You did it right. Oh yeah. 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 As soon as I saw Resident, I thought, okay, that looks good. And if it's nothing, I'm going to have a nice vacation. Right. Next thing, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be sitting in a hammock, you know, drinking coconut milk or (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it was so i went to rhythmia and you know it's a beautiful place and jerry's an amazing man he's i tell you that guy is an amazing guy you've met i'm sure you met him there right we haven't met him yet yet. we're uh talking with him in may though yeah oh i can't wait yeah like every time i every time i talk to him i I, i'll go on tour with him he is groupie if you ever went on tour to do I just follow him everywhere. He's just amazing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to meet him. Me neither. Oh, he's like super great. And all that staff there, the staff at Rhythmia, awesome people. Very, mm. very kind. The whole setting is, you know, anybody that goes there, I, I say go there uh, and you'll get the experience you're looking for. And if you can't even go there, go to Salterra. That's another nice place. That's, you know, I haven't been there but I hear that's a great place too. You know, that's a, okay. you know, it's a smaller version of Rhythmia. Solterra has 20 people where Rhythmia has 90 and that's a lot. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, but it's still worth it because you're there for your journey. 
you don't worry about everybody else's journey. You're there yeah. for your journey, right? Yeah. And then you'll figure out your way. Yeah. Yeah. So when I get there for my first night and I'm looking around for the first night, you know, when you get there, you're always anxious. You're mm. anxious for oh, the yeah. first night. I was scared. Like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Like, I'm actually doing this. And everybody around me has got that big eyes. We're all big eyes. You know, like, we don't know what's going to happen here. You know, are, are we doing a, you know, Jim Jones moment here? We're all, you know, you know yeah. I don't should have went that, but. Uh, <laughs> but it was great. So they take the first drink and then, you know, I got up for the first drink. And then when you have that drink, when the shamans bless it, you know you're making a contract with the universe right now you know you're making a contract you take it in so for 40 minutes you know i go back to my bed and i'm lying in my maloka i'm lying in my bed just waiting for something at and all of a sudden my hands started burning like both hands are like burning i'm thinking oh great i'm gonna be the first guy that's gonna be have instant combustion because what the hell is <laughs> happening because i thought now it's reacting to me only my hands were like super hot like I couldn't cool it down I didn't know what was wow. happening and then so I went to the the washroom I put cold water on it I was trying to just cool it down wow and then I went to uh so I'm panicking because I don't know what was happening to me I thought I was actually something was happening reaction because I didn't know what was happening nobody ever tells you hey it might react to you right right yeah yeah so I went and um I talked to one of the shamans there and I said, uh, hey, I, I may need medical assistance. She goes, why, what's happening? I said, well, my hands are on fire. I can't cool it down. And she just smiles and goes, oh, that's a good thing. And then walked away. I was like, okay, back to my bed I go. <laughs> I said, that's a good thing. <laughs> She's not worried about, why am I worried about it? <laughs> so I go back and then uh, you know, I went to lie down and then I'm looking at my hands and all of a sudden there's these geometric shapes on my hand. It started happening on my hand and all these white lightning bolts were going into my hands, right? Mm. I'm like, what? The, that's so weird. <laughs> and I'm lying down and then I go for my second drink. Oh. And then that's where, you know, that's when the show started. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I go lie down. And then I started going deeper. And when you have that, you start going deeper. You can feel yourself just going deeper, right? And then I saw her eyes. I saw Mother was. She wow. just looked at me. I'm like looking at her and she's looking at me. As if curiosity, just like, huh, okay. And you know she's a snake, right? You know she's yeah. a snake. Yeah. And I hate snakes. Yeah, <laughs> but, she <didn't>, <laughs> uh, she, but she didn't come to me like a snake, but she came to me the way I could feel comfortable with seeing a snake. Mm -hmm. She looked at me and she had this geometric shape mm -hmm. and these beautiful colors. Mm -hmm. And then I could feel her going to work to me, like all over my body. She's going and I could feel her wow. inside of me and just doing stuff. And then also when I was deep, I saw this mirror. It was like this thick mirror. And then on the first side, on the other side, I saw me. It was me. I could see my profile. I could see everything. And I had this little mask. And then I could see her just grabbing this thing. She grabbed it, pulled it towards me. And this demonic face is right in front of me. Ugh. And then she goes, mischief. And then she took it. I had this geometric shape box come out. She put it in there. And I saw all the demons that I fought, every single one, jealousy, envy, this, jealousy, um, alcohol, this. I saw all in this little, tiny little box. She shoved it in there. And then she told me to step up. Mm. And I'm going, well, I don't have my shoes. <laughs> and then yeah. I, so she, puts these, she puts these boots on me and I step up. And I guess that means 
now I can step up to the next level. Like mm -hmm. whatever I did, I can step up. And so, wow. Uh, wow. so I moved up there and it was became, there just became this show and I could feel it just working inside of me. And then of course, then I started purging and that oh, purges yeah. and like, oh, oh, here it comes, here it comes. But it was just that one, it was just, just a little heave. It was nothing coming out. Mm. I lied back down. I thought I was done. I thought, oh, great. She's cured me. I'm good. First day. I'm good. <laughs> but then I heard her say, go take one more. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> more is like, does it mean I have to go back? <laughs> I just, so I heard one more. So I go back to the shaman. I'm, I'm back up to the shaman. and I go ask him, uh, well, I think I need to take one more uh, drink. And he's like, well, we only got one hour left of the ceremony. I can give you some rapé, which is uh, just a smoke thing that they put up your nose. Yeah. That don't know what it is. It's just, it clears your mind. It gives you that, uh, with your uh, third eye, you can see a little better. But but then I heard her just say one more. I said, well, no, she's telling me I got to take one more. And he looked at me and he said, okay. So we went back to the altar. He blesses, I take one more drink. Wow. And at this time now with the Maloka, there's lots of noise, like, if you've been there, you know there's lots of noise. People are crying. People are purging. Mm -hmm. People are walking around like zombies. So they're shuffling their feet and you can't concentrate. So I go outside. And man, that was the best thing to do. Because the stars, when you go outside and you look oh. at the stars, they're like diamonds. Like, like 3D. The sky was like unbelievably blue with the moonlight. And wow. so, I, so I go lie down on the, on the hammock there. And then next mm -hmm. thing, I'm just waiting. But I can feel it working. I can feel it working. I can feel it working. Wow. She's going deeper. And then she kind of puts me to sleep, like in an anada for a moment. And then all of a sudden, I had this huge purge. I just woke up, and I just oh. had to go around and look. And I just, it's all the black stuff. The white stuff was coming out of me. I thought, okay, something was deep that she had to go get. Something was wow. fighting her. Wow. So something was fighting her, and that needs, she Ooh. needed to go deeper. Yeah. She got it. Got it out of me. And then. Wow. Yeah, so she purged that out of me. And then I went back to the hammock and I'm just lying there and I just, I was just enjoying the show of all these geometric shapes and this beautiful show that was going on. And then of course the shamans come up, hey, the ceremony's over, you need to come back in to the, to the Maloka. And then, so I'm still sitting there and, and then I started walking. Then finally she said, you can go back. So I'm walking back and I said, please don't let me step in galaxies poop. And Galaxy is a shaman dog's there. There's two dogs there. <laughs> and she's like, well, don't worry. It's plant-based. You'd be fine. <laughs> so I knew she had a sense of humor when I went back. So it was good. <laughs> you know? So that was the first night for me. And then I was telling, and I had a girlfriend at the time because I met this really beautiful woman, B, that I, I've been seeing. So, and I was telling her about what's happening with me, right? And then I was telling her about what's going on. And she's like, all interested. And go, yeah, this is what happened first night. Second night comes along, which I think was probably the, the best, the best night. Um, so I'm lying there. You take the drinks, you go, you do the same thing. You take your drink, you go lie down. And then um, I was falling asleep and I could hear a voice that just stay with me, just stay with me, just stay with me. And I woke up and I'm lying there. I'm still staying with her. And you just want to go back to sleep. And then, uh, and again, my hands are on fire. It's like, oh, here we go again. It's like, what is going on here? You know, it's like they're on fire and I couldn't. So I, it's hard to concentrate when your hands are burning and 
you're trying to you know see what you see yeah and then as i was falling asleep then i heard her say again to me it's like you know just breathe me in the wind is my breath breathe me in so mm-hmm. this wind came through and i breathe her in and i'm breathing her in i say wow. breathe her in and then also with my hands i was controlling the wind like she took my hand it's like i'm moving it forward i'm moving it backwards i'm moving it sideways like what the hell is going on <laughs> And then all of a sudden I could just sweep and then I swept like this whole wind just went the whole through the Maloka. And I just told everybody like, as if they could hear me, just breathe her in, breathe her in. And there was a silence in the Maloka for a moment, you know, and then wow. it became normal again. So it was like, I had this control. She's showing wow. me how much power that each and every one of us has. Like wow. when you're in that situation, you get to see your spiritual being, like you're that mm. powerful. So I'm controlling all this stuff, and I, then I'm lying there, and I go, "Can you send V my love to her? I miss her. Just tell her." She says, "You could do it." And she took my hand again, and then just went with the wave, and I could feel this beam just going towards her. Mm. And I'll tell you the story after that when it happens. So when I did that, I just sent it out to her, and I just felt it. Right? I just felt it out. And then the next thing I said, "Can you send all the love to the animals?" Because I just she goes, "Yeah." And then she, I did the same thing, and I tell you, I could oh. feel every single animal on this plant, like everything. <laughs> I felt the animals, I felt the dogs, I felt the, you know, pigs, cows, everything, oh. insects, bees. I thought, what is? She's just showing us how connected we are, how fast, just like that, just a snap of a finger, we can connect to anything we want to. Oh. She's just showing oh. us how. And so now I'm saying that. So I go for my second drink. So I'm going now, I'm going to go deeper, right? And so I'm having the second drink. And now I'm hearing everybody panic around me because I had, I had a lady on the side of me. She was panicking. She was like, you know, moaning away. And one behind me is just crying. And then there was somebody else on the other side, you know, in complete tears. And naturally, you want to go help the people, right? You just want to, hey, you're okay. You're okay. And every time I want to do something and move, always hear is, it's not your fight, not your fight. Mm, wow. So I go back into my state. Wow. You know, and I'm, and I'm feeling all this power coming in. I could see now my hands, I'm looking at my hands, all this white lightning is coming into my hands. It's like, like pure white lightning was wow. like, wow, mm. going on with my hands. You know, that's what I'm seeing. And then, um, so I get to, uh, and I'm lying there and all of a sudden my left hand was so heavy and it was a pain in my heart. It's like, great. Now it's, I got instant combustion. Now I'm going to get a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Our mind yeah. goes right to the worst yeah. thing, doesn't oh, it? That's the worst thing. I'm like, because there's a pain in my heart. It's like this, it was this sharp, sharp pain. Like I thought, okay, here it goes. I'm gonna, this is it. I'm going to die for sure. This, oh, is, this is it. <laughs> then she says, do you want to see your heart? I said, yes. Oh, wow. She opened up. It was this gold heart. It was like gold. It was like just, was, she showed me my spiritual heart was, you know, um, geometrical. It was beautiful. It was mm. precise. And I'm like, oh my God, I got a gold heart. It was like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, and then my left hand is so heavy. Like, I can't even move it. She goes, yeah, it's gold. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, I guess so. I guess that's oh. why I did all those push-ups. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, so finally, uh, at the end of the night, you're just like so excited, right? You get, she's showing you your heart. Now you're merged. You're merged with your soul. You're merged with your heart. You, she's showing you your heart. And I'm like ecstatic. You know, I got a gold heart. 
and I go at the end of the night, I pass my um, shaman, which is Zin, which is um, Jerry's girlfriend. Uh, she's a beautiful, amazing, amazing, friendly woman. And she goes, how, how did it go, brother? I said, uh, she told me, uh, she showed me my heart and it was gold. And she goes, wow, that's rare. Yeah, hard, she's hardly heard people get a gold heart. So that's a rare, rare. Oh, thing. that's awesome. Like, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah, this is like great. This is like, I'm like, I got oh. a gold heart. And so I'm excited, you know, and she, then she asked me, did you, I said, yeah, my hands are burning. And I saw all this white lightning. She goes, did she show your hands? I said, uh, no, she didn't show me. She just, this is what I've been seeing is just my hands have been burning for the last two nights. And they, they're, you know, they're, you know, just electricity through them. She goes, well, tomorrow, ask her to show your hands when you're, you know, in your third state, mm. you know? So I go home, I'm telling Dee about this. I go, yeah, you're, you're dating a God. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I got a gold heart. <laughs> and through the night, I'm talking to her, I can move the stars. I think, this is weird. I could move the stars. I could move, like, I could point to a wow. star. Could, it's Whoa. like I can move it. It's like, what? This yeah, we're going to rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said, this is crazy stuff. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, like I'm moving the, the wind. I can move the trees to the left and then I can move it to the right. And I said, yeah, I'm just wow. telling you how much power we have. Like, it's like, this is like the weirdest. And then, so I'm like, this is, this is awesome. This is like the best. I said, I'll do this again and again. You know, I didn't want to wake up again, right? So, so now I get to ladies night. The third night's ladies night. And that's where it's blessed by the, the female shamans. And, Raven is just an amazing shaman, you know, so kind and so good. And so the third night was uh, supposed to be easy, but actually I think it was harder for me, this one. It, it wasn't harder, but it was very, very deep now. Now it was very deep. Um, so I went through the same process. You go to the drinks, you get there. And I had to take three drinks to really get deep. Even though I was feeling things, like I could see my hand, like, in the middle, they have um, an altar, and it has candles, it has crystals in it. And when the light was coming through, and I was trying to just put my hand out, I could see my hand disappearing, like, in this other dimension. I was like, what? It, like, it would go in, it would disappear. And I would, it's like, well, this is crazy stuff. Like, mm. And then you know you're conscious. You know it's there. But yeah. It's right. the weirdest thing, right? But so the third night, I, again, I went... Uh, I wanted to be outside this time. So I took my blanket, I took my pillow, I went outside and I never talked to mother ayahuasca. I was talking to my soul for the first time, me and my soul were talking to each other. Ooh. You know, it was like, and I was so deep that I, I asked him, oh, I need to see my hands. And he goes, okay, take a look. And then I put my hands up and said, well, I can't see anything. So just keep looking. I kept looking, I kept looking. And all of a sudden my eyes just went out of focus. And then I saw my hands and it was like, when I turned this way, I could see the, the eye of Ra. And so I had the eye of horse and eye of Ra on both, like I have the both powers of the sun and the moon on both hands. And I could see the universe on my hand, on the back of my hand. And in the middle was the universe all around. It's like, so I had this control of it. What is going on? It's like, it's this power just shows you how big we're. And I'm asking my soul, is, is Mother Ayahuasca coming today? He goes, well, she's kind of busy. I said, I guess she's running the universe. I guess she has better things to do than talk to me all night. <laughs> you know? So it was me and him, me and my soul talking all night. And then we were 
then he took me to where I was, right? I went to this place. Like I'm looking at the star. So all night, so this whole trip, I'm looking at the star. Every night there was a star I was looking at. Every single night I was looking at it. For some reason, it felt like it was home. Finally, I went to this place. I went through all these hallways. All these books were here, like books, 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 books down the line. I'm going through a different angle and I would go down. I couldn't see what was on it, but I knew what it was. It was our life story. That's our key. You know, oh, Acoustic Records. Acoustic yeah. Records, yeah. So it was showing me exactly what I was doing, right? But I couldn't see it. I wasn't opening it, but I could see it was just going down hallways, 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 hallways. And finally, I get to the spot, and it was this beautiful place. I could see the stars. It was like this beautiful, beautiful place. And I'm looking at it. I knew it was home. It was where I was, where I am. And I'm looking at it and going, so I left this place because why? And it said, mm-hmm. you choose. And my soul told me, you choose to be here. Uh-huh. I said, don't do that again. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. said, don't ever do that again. <laughs> and so it's like, and then it was talking to me. And then all of a sudden, then I, I kept looking up in the stars. Then finally I saw my mom. And I'm looking at the stars and then my mom was coming through. And she was in this, you know, she was young again because my mom passed away uh, three years ago, mm-hmm. 2016. And I saw her and she was young and she was beautiful and she had this blue dress on and she had the chakras down her, the buttons of her dress. And I, she didn't say anything, but I felt this love, this amazing love. And it was that same, and I was telling my girlfriend, that's the same love that I feel for her. Like I, I couldn't put it together until later, until I was with her. I said that same feeling and that's what we've been always looking for is that that one amazing love that, you know, that comes from us and we got it. Mm. And then she just kind of, and then all of a sudden I was looking and then I saw John Lennon on the court. Hey, John Lennon's there. I was like, what the hell? And you know, he just like, and his wife, like, what the hell? I was like, awesome. John Lennon, I'm like, I want to tell somebody John Lennon's here. You know, nobody was believing. You know, that, you know he was just in the corner. That's hilarious. He was in his white suit with, and, and then he just kind of nodded and, and he went away. And I was like, that is awesome. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then finally, so, um, yeah, so that third night was basically just talking to my soul and just showing me how much power I have because people were making noise when I asked them just to be quiet. And I just moved my hand a bit and to be silent. If somebody's walking beside me, I knew somebody was walking beside me, and I didn't have to open my eyes. They were making noise. I would just tell them to be quiet. Now I don't know if I was yelling it or, but I knew I was quiet. <laughs> you know, but I knew, no, but I knew I was just saying it in my head. Someone else is like, this guy just kept yelling at me. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, this guy just kept telling me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I knew I was quiet because I was just yeah. in my head. I just, I, can you just be silent? Because I was trying to connect uh, to my soul, yeah. and there'd be silence all around me. It's like it was like. Wow. I would control everything that was around me. I, I knew somebody was behind me. I knew when somebody was, you know, making noise, I would just ask them to be quiet, mm. you know? And it just kept everything silent. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so that was like the most experience. And then the fourth night was um, uh, more a healing process. Mm. Not much happened that night for me. I, I had more of a nada moment. Where I took it and I was out, and then I woke up in the middle of the night around 2 a.m. 2 a. And when I woke up, nobody's around me. 
I thought, oh, great, everybody's gone home and I'm by myself and nobody woke me up, you know, but I didn't realize that people are in this because it's an all night thing, right? It's an all night yeah. uh, ceremony. Um, so everybody was in the middle. So I felt that and I went back to bed and, you know, until they did the healing thing for all the men in the middle of around five o'clock. Mm. So that was my experience. And then as I was leaving Rhythmia on the night I was supposed to leave, I downloaded this. I was with these other uh, two ladies that came with me from Calgary and I'm with them and I'm like, you know, I'm looking at the star. I got to find out what that name was so I could tell V when I get back what the star was and then we could just look at it. Oh. I typed in the, I put in the app, uh, the stargazing app that you get. I pointed to it, to the star, I hit it. It was her name. <gasps> what? It was her name. I'm like, what in the, and then, and it says alpha and then her name. And then I'm looking at my shirt. I'm wearing alpha on my shirt. <laughs> I'm like, so Ooh. right then I knew. Ooh, I love this, that. Yeah. So right then I knew the synchronicity of that plant medicine is now working. They're showing me. They're, and like, I'm looking, I'm, I'm showing these. I said, that is that's fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I said, that star I've been looking at for the last week, you know, every night. And that's her name. <laughs> that's my girlfriend's name. Oh my and and then I said, gosh. and look at the name of the, the beginning of it, and look what shirt I'm wearing. It's like what? Whoa. She goes, that is crazy. So that's that's amazing. This is now, this is how the synchronicity is now working. Like this is how it's happening. Like you know, now the medicine's working. And I get back to you know, I get back home. And um, I'm, I'm trying to integrate. I'm happy. I'm, you know, I'm dancing around like it's like this is the greatest thing in the world. You know, I'm cured. I think I, I figured it out because I saw who was making all this stuff was mischief. But I got it. I'm good. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna be good. And you know, realize now that's more stuff is gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I get back and then I'm, I'm trying to integrate. And I'm with the Rhythmia group and we're all trying to figure out what was going on with each other, right? Because we're all going through certain things. And that's where I connected with Tony. Me and, me and Tony started becoming really good friends. And because we were going through the same kind of things, we're kind of like the same mold, you know? He, he had his thing and I had my thing. We kind of, it's like, so we knew each other, you know, from a previous time and all that. So when I get back, I'm having this uh, integration issue where I'm neither good I'm neither bad. I'm just flatlined. I didn't know what was happening. But what I knew was happening is that the plant medicine is now taking that operation, um, the operating system in you from 1967, and they're getting rid of it. They're putting 2020 and on <laughs> into you. So you're being now rebooted, right? You're getting rebooted. You're rebooting. But I still wasn't doing the work. I was still doing stupid shit. You know, here I have this beautiful woman in my life. I love her to death, but why am I still texting all these women? Why am I still doing this stupid shit? And I'm still, but not that I was doing like, you know, hey, you know, let's meet and all that, but I was, I was connecting with them somehow, right, right. you know, just doing stupid, stupid shit that I should not be doing, Yeah. you know, because I knew I loved this woman. I'm trying to do, and I'm thinking, well, maybe they'll just go away. If I ignore it, they'll go away and they don't because you're still connected. Yeah, that's where that connection stuff is happening, right? And you're doing it. You're not, the plant medicine will give you the opportunity 
you go fix it. We gave you a gold heart. <laughs> we gave you the power. We gave you all this. Now you go fix it. And then they're watching and then you're not doing it. Mm, they're watching. That's so yeah, they're watching you. And then all of a sudden I get to, this is where the wheels fell off. So me and Via go to Extapa where uh, we were supposed to go on a nice holiday together. It was supposed to be beautiful. We're going to be with this beautiful woman. We're going to have a beautiful setting. Now, <laughs> this is where the wheels, the universe finally said, we're going to expose you for who you are. And they did. Yeah. She found like all this stuff was happening. I like it. I don't know how it was happening. Like no matter how I turn left or turn right, it would always find something in it, you know, stuff that I thought was off my phone, like for years, how it came back. I don't know how it was even on there. Like when you delete something, to me, it's gone, but it's stuck on my, it got, it's stuck on my phone. I don't even, I have my phone. I didn't even know it was there. How she found it. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it, so it was showing me like to show her, it's like, Hey, so I needed her to bring me to my knees and you know, she brought me to my knees. I needed somebody to bring me to my knees and she did, you know, it doesn't matter the whole week stuff was coming out. And then finally I had to admit I had an issue. I had a problem and it made me face that I had a problem. And that's where, you know, this is where it all came about where I had to face what I was doing. I had to face these demons finally because I thought they'd just go away. You cannot lock them away because they will keep coming at you, you know. The way to not do the human that darkness. Yes. That's, you have exactly. to do that darkness to the Exactly. If you think you can just keep them at the door and then hold it back with your bare hands, yeah, they're right. gonna keep coming and they're gonna keep pushing, they're gonna keep pushing, and they're gonna squeeze through. Somehow they're gonna get squeezed through. So that was happening. So she found out and I can't blame her. And that's where she left me on February twenty third. And I was heartbroken. I like I was on my knees because this is the person I wanted to be with even though I just met her but she was my twin flame I knew she was my twin flame it was just you know when it's your twin flame you know we started dating we started dating we were engaged within a month married in six months and been married exactly yeah yeah Yeah. so you know knowing it's just a knowing it really is time doesn't matter exactly yeah and even though I was dating all these but I knew they weren't the ones for me until I met B. When I met her on, you know, in August of, you know, 2019, when you feel that energy, you feel it. I knew it was her, but I, I could have stopped this sh- shit like, you know, mm-hmm. months and months ago, but because I had this dark side, I had this thing that was eating at me. I couldn't see it had like blinders on me, even though I knew what would I have to do. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it without the plant medicine. Mm-hmm. So the plant medicine had, you know, even though it gave me the, the power, I needed to go even further, you know, and that's why. So this is where the war became because when she brought me to my knees and I didn't want to lose her and I knew I had to fight for her. I had to fight for her. If I wanted her, I had to fight for her. I had to go in there and I had to go figure out what was going on because there was something not right. You know, it doesn't matter. So I went to this party the day that, you know, I got the email from, B, I thought, well, I'll go to this party. Maybe I'll feel a little, just to feel good, you know, just to do. And I met my friend Candace that was there and I just told her, hey, you know what? I'm just heartbroken. I just need to go find out what's happening with me. I'm going to go take some mushrooms, you know, so, so because when I take it, because when I did it before, it showed me, I'm like, 
I thought maybe it's just going to show me something that I need to do. Maybe it show me little books and, you know, I'll be little fairies running around to show me, Hey, you can't do that anymore. You have to do this. You know, yeah. that's what I was expecting. So I thought, okay, well I'll go and maybe I'll go deeper. Maybe I can talk to mother ayahuasca, see if I can reach her. Yeah. Um, because you cannot just, I try meditating. I try that. I can't do it. I needed to go deeper. You know, mm -hmm. I need to go see yeah. her. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go see Mother Ayahuasca. I wanted to see if she can help me to get this stuff out of me. Like, what is it that I need to do? You know, show me. So when I go home, my intent was show me what to do, how to fix this. Mm. And when you ask, the universe will deliver. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I thought I, well, I was only going to do four grams of mushrooms. That's all I was going to do. I was going to take four, but then I heard six. In my head, but ah, six can't be that bad. Uh, six can't be that dose. bad. That's a heroic uh, That's a yeah. So I went, yeah, heroic five, and I thought, ah, six, whatever, that should be no problem. Oh, I can wow. handle a four. So I took the six, and I'm just waiting. I'm lying in bed, and then I felt this purge coming along. Mm. Oh man, I gotta go purge. So I went to my bathroom, and I'm looking at my bathroom. It's all white pastel stuff. Like, wow, this is like too weird. <laughs> And then, and then I heard this, are you ready for this? I heard her. I said, are you ready for this? I said, yeah, let's just, let's do it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm purging for five, 10 minutes. I'm feeling all this stuff come out of me. It was like, it was just, you know, the purge of air. It's just like, oh God, when is this going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> when is this ever going to stop? Like yeah. how much was, how much shit was in me? <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. so I'm purging all this stuff. And then I stood up and also I heard this voice and it was a sinister voice. I knew it was my voice, but it was a sinister type of voice. And I said, and I felt all this pain, this pain of what I did to V and all the women that I've hurt. I felt it like on this, my whole body. And it said to me, we can end this right now. We just go to the kitchen. We take the knife, we put it in your heart. And it was pointing to where I needed to put the knife, right? It was like taking my fingers and put it in here. And we'll end this. We won't, you will never have to hurt another woman again. And I'm thinking in my head, I go, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, because I don't have to hurt anybody. I've done all this damage. Why don't I just end it? I don't have to feel this pain anymore. I'm tired of this pain. I started walking to the kitchen. And then I heard this other voice said, fight. I heard fight. And I knew it was my soul. And I woke up I'm like, what the hell is going on? like what have I done Whoa. so now I'm now I'm panicking now I'm in it I can't get out of it I'm taking six grams of mushrooms I can't just say okay I'm out I'm right. in it I'm in the fight <laughs> like, okay. yeah. yeah and then I thought well I better go to the hospital like I need to get help uh well I, I can't sit in the hallway I can't sit in my hallway in my condo I look crazy <laughs> okay well maybe I'll call the ambulance and then so I'm trying to dial 911. Of course, I can't see the numbers. All the numbers are like all over the place. Right. What the, you know, my phone is like all those. I think I hit nine. <laughs> and then I panicked because I said, well, I can't phone 911 because I can't go to the hospital. Because what happened? My colleagues see me because I work in a law enforcement. Now, if they see me on oh, hallucination, oh, they're going to be like, what the hell is going on with you? Right. right? So now I'm, now I'm panicking because now I'm fighting. I'm backing away from the kitchen because of the knife. And then I heard that voice again. I said, go to the balcony. We'll jump off. You'll hit the fence. you break your neck. You'll be fine. You'll see, you won't even feel a thing. And I started walking to the living room. And then, I, and then I'm like to the universe, please, please, I need help. I need help right now. 
not within five minutes, I get a call from my friend Candace. She's, she's on the phone to me. She's like, Hey, how's the trip? Like she texts me. She's like, Hey, how's this, you know, mushroom trip. I'm like, I need help. So she's on the phone. She's like, what's happening? She's like, what, what's happening? I said, it's asking me to kill myself. She's like, okay, you need to go back into the bedroom right now and you need to sit down. And I'm like, okay, now her voice is kind of like my beacon. Like it's weird. Her voice is now my beacon, right? So I go back into the bed and say, okay, well, you need to go back on the bed and then tell me what's happening. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm on the bed and I'm just seeing all these shapes now. It was like a matrix, all these geometric, like opening up shapes. And then I heard Mother Ayahuasca's voice again. She says, are you ready? I'm like, yeah, let's bring it. And that's when I saw who, what a horrible man I was, this whole thing. And this is where the story starts happening. So now I'm going through the soul lineage. Now I'm seeing myself in this timeline, what I did to women, how I hurt them. Mm. Big names I even forgot when I was, you know, like, who the hell are these people? And I'm sitting on their bed with them and I'm seeing them cry. I'm seeing them on the couch. I'm seeing mm. them crying. And the way I treated them, like, I just left them. I didn't care. You know, I didn't care about all these people. You know, how I hurt my, my ex and everything. This is now. And all of a sudden, I get shot back to 1095. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So now I'm going through my soul lineage. I've been doing this stuff forever. Like, I've been doing the shit to women. I saw myself raping them. I saw myself beating on them. I saw myself. And it wasn't like they're just sitting and watching. It was like that quick, you know, memory, memory thing. I knew. So I was going and I was seeing what I was doing to women. And then. I was hurting them. I was, you know, doing horrible, horrible things to them. And then I realized, why, geez, I don't even have guy friends because I was murdering them to go get their women. Like, I'm, I saw myself take a rock behind, uh, uh, I, it's either my brother or my friend. I saw myself taking a rock behind the head to go take their wife. And then I was doing horrible things to them. I was raping them and I was doing just horrible, horrible things to them in that lineage. So uh, this is going on for, you know, and then finally I, I'm telling Candace and she's like, what's going on? I'm telling her the story as I'm going, like I'm explaining to her what's, what's happening. So she's understanding what I'm going through. She goes, Robin, keep going, keep going. You're clearing this line and I'm taking, and that's weird. Now I understand. And I was taking their pain. So when I'm feeling it, I'm going to these women, please. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm taking their pain. I'm taking everybody's pain away. I'm going to these women that were hurt and I, I'm taking their pain. I'm touching them. I'm touching them. I'm, and I'm saying to these guys, like, stop, please stop. And I'm going to them. I'm, I'm just asking them, please stop. Mm. I'm taking their pain. I'm taking everybody's pain away. And that's why I knew, you know, I'm going through this thing. And I get to, and I fly back to 200 BC. I'm like 200 BC. I didn't think I even existed back then, <laughs> but I knew it was me. So I'm going back. This is like going back to 200 BC. And I saw this group of, uh, it was this, uh, a grave. So I guess in those days, you don't kill your slaves. You just bury them. And then I saw my hand grabbing a, like a rope to pull over them just to bury them. And I had no conscience. Like I didn't care, but I was going into them. And I said, please, I'm so sorry. I'll take your pain. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. So I'm going to them. I'm touching them, making sure they're safe. I'm taking their pain. So it's clearing, it's clearing everything. And so I'm doing this for two and a half hours. This is 
from 8.30 to 10.30 now. I've been doing this for two and a half hours. I'm doing this. And then finally, I get to one point and she's like, do you want to stop? I'm like, you need this more? <laughs> like, so she's asking me, do you want to say, well, I got to go to the bathroom. She's like, well, go to the bathroom. And I'm like, Candace, I, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to come back. She goes, are you doing anything? I said, no, I'm not doing anything. I go to the bathroom, come back. And then she's like, what, what, what's happening now? I said, well, either we're taking a break because she's asking me to stop. I said, we could stop here and I can end it. But I know I'm, if I do, I haven't cleared anything. I'm, I've already cleared whatever I have to do on one side. There's another side that's coming. Either this is going to be bad or she's just asking me if I had enough. Because that was a lot. That was two and a half hours of just seeing this. Wow. Like, so two and a half hours. You, you went from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. Lifetime, I was going from 1,700. I was going oh. to 1,600. I was coming back to 1,400. I was going to healing back. all of the things that I was you taking. I was taking on. all this pain. Oh. I was clearing this lineage. I was clearing. I was clearing. I was that taking. Chills, man. That's yeah, I was touching. Deep. That's They were touching. I was touching. I was touching. I was taking their pain, right? I was taking people's oh. pain. I'm asking them, please, I'm so sorry I did oh. this. And I knew it was me. Like, I knew it was me because I never saw myself. I never saw my face. And but I knew it was me when I was seeing those, those beatings. I knew it was me. You know, that was my soul continuing, continuing, continuing. I knew, but I was stopping it. I was stopping it from happening because you're still continuing. And that's what I realized. You think it's done? It's not. You need to clear it. You have to clear it. If you don't clear it, that's why it's so important to release because you're still carrying it from now to ever. You know, and so I was clearing, I was clearing, I was clearing this whole line until I got to the point where she said to stop. So when I stopped, I'm like, you know what? Let's finish this. I'm here. Let's fucking finish it because I'm done. Like, I'm here. Let's finish it. Right. You've gone that far. (laughs) And I can tell you, Megan, David, this image that I have next is the worst. Like, I, to me, I still cry every time I, I think about it. I still it's the most horrific thing I think I can ever imagine. If I ever did that, I'm, you know, I, I can't even imagine. I saw myself in the, so when I said, okay, let's do it. I saw myself in the Holocaust. I saw myself in this place. There was people there. And I remember grabbing my, just grabbing this girl and this young girl out of the crowd and I grabbed her. And I can see myself dragging her. And what I saw is like the most terrific thing, like that image. I wish I can get out of my head and I I wish it wasn't me, but it was the worst feeling ever. And I just told everybody, I'm so sorry. I took everybody's pain. I went and I took it. I I felt their pain. I took it. You know, I took all their pain as much as I took. And then when I finished that, Again, I went, I kept going, kept taking me to other places where I was going, finish, you know, other places, another two hours of this. And then finally, when it was coming to the end, I felt my, my friend, Tony, I felt his pain. I saw this white circle around me. It was on top of me and it was just circling around me. It was pain. The circle was pain because there was so much stuff in it. And I said, Tony, man, I'll, I'll take your pain too, man. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know? And I'm, I felt my hand in it. I'm taking some of that pain away from him. And then my friend Candace, and I felt, and on the side, there was another circle. It was her pain. And I didn't know her story. I didn't know a lot about her story, but there was so much pain that she was carrying. 
I was feeling, I said, Candace, I'm so sorry for, you know, I'll take your pain. I'll take your pain as well. She goes, Robin, don't, thank you so much. You, you're forgiven. You just keep finishing, keep finishing. And then I, then all of a sudden I'm crawling. I'm on my, on my fours in my bedroom and go, I'm crawling somewhere. I don't know why, but I'm crawling. <laughs> so I'm crawling to my kitchen. I'm crawling. And I see this image of this man on top of this woman. And I see her just beating on her. And I'm just saying, please stop. Please don't hurt her anymore. Please don't, don't hurt her. And it would stop. And I would just walk away. And then I saw her look at me when she's reaching out to me. It's like, and I just crawling up to her. I said, I'm so sorry. You'll never have to feel this pain again. I'll take it. You don't have to ever, ever worry about this again. I reached out and I touched her and it was just, it just disappeared. Like I took that pain, whatever it was feeling, it was gone. And now I'm standing in my kitchen and there's nothing. I'm like, Candace, like, well, what's happening? I said, I don't know. I, th I, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. She's like, I'm going nowhere. I, said, I see nothing. She said, okay, well, you think you're done? I said, I don't know. Let's stop. And then I started walking to my living room. And then again, I saw this place that I saw on the third night when I was on ayahuasca. It was just this beautiful setting. I saw the stars. I saw this beautiful setting. And then also I saw Mother Ayahuasca coming. I saw her walking up to me. And I bowed. I had to go bow because this is a goddess. This is like, you know, our creator. This is like, she created this whole... I bowed down to her and then she just looked at me. She says, you're brave. You're a warrior. And then she showed me my wings. She gave me my wings. It was this beautiful blue wings that she gave to me. She goes, you know, it's like, I earned this. Like, this is like, this is the most awesome. I just broke down crying. It's like, I fought for this. Like, I cleared. And then I heard Candace, like, what's happening? I said, now it's like all these people are coming. They're touching me. They're touching my hands. And they're like, Thank you, thank you. And I was like, yes, she fixed my hands. What she did, she fixed my hands because they were broken. They were hurting people. Now, oh, that's why they were burning. They were now. She fixed it. She fixed it. That I never will ever 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 hurt a woman. I will never hurt anybody. I don't hurt animals. I don't hurt anything. I will never. She she fixed what was broken. Wow. Yeah. And so all these people come and thank you, thank you. They're giving me gifts, like you know musical talent is this. I'm like, what is going on? It's like, thank you. I heard thank you a lot of, th you know, it releases it. So then I'm standing there, you know, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So you're telling me you idiots from 200 BC to 2020, you guys can figure this out for them. <laughs> I have to take me to come here to do it. This is awesome. <laughs> and I'm stuck here for the next 30 years because now I realize I finished the story when I found out and I'm thinking that's why I don't have kids. That's why I never had kids. I never wanted kids because I broke this, the bloodline. I broke that soul lineage. I will not pass this on to somebody. I will not. So the next generation won't do this. I ended a story. I came wow. here to end the story. I ended it. There is no other story. This is it. I'm clear. I cleaned a line that I was supposed to clean. So, so right now I am free. I am clean. Oh my gosh. This so is I a beautiful see. story. That's amazing. Like, I, 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 almost, I got a little, my eyes welled uh, up during I still, that. And I don't I know. think I've yeah, ever cried in a podcast. Right that was amazing. Yes. Yeah. So I'm telling Tony this story. Tony goes, yeah, that's like a movie. I said, yeah, dude, that's a great movie. But just, <laughs> at least in the movies, they have a girl 
and they have, I have, you know, they put it on, I got nothing. I got no girl, nobody put it in the, in the newspapers. Hey, Robin saved his storyline. Dude, I got nothing. I woke up, I got nothing. To, I said, but you know what? Those demons are gone. I have nothing. Yeah. I have no fight. I have nothing, nothing to fight for. Oh. You know, I am clean. And that's, that's the stuff where they're purging out of me. They took all that stuff out of me. I have no desire to be, you know, with, you know, texting women or being with a woman, except for the one I love. You know, I have no desires to do anything. It's like they took all that away from me, you know. And but they also told me I had to do two things before uh, I was moving on, because they already took V away and they took her away from me, so I can't, I couldn't do anything. I already apologized to her. I had to get Candace to apologize to her before because she didn't want to talk to me. But I asked Candace, in case anything happens, if I do something stupid, if I did kill myself, at least I had the up to tell her that I told her I'm sorry for what I did. You know, so I, I got it out there. But they also told me I had to tell my ex-wife and my ex-girlfriend because I never told them I'm sorry ever. You know, in my whole relationship, I never told them I'm sorry what I did to them. And so uh, that's what I had to do. So the next day I'm texting them. I'm expecting a backlash. You know, you're creepy, this and that. But I got these nice texts and go, thank you. That's all I, you know, I appreciate that, you know, you did that. Wow. And the other part was now all these people that I was attached to were coming out of the woodwork. They were all texting me, hey, I, and I either I had to tell them, hey, I'm sorry. You know, hey, I found somebody and moved. But some people I had to talk to and tell them what I did to them. Like I had to phone them and like when it was weird. I haven't talked to these people for months in years and they're coming out of the, like why are you texting me you had to break every i had i was still attached to so the universe is now sending that message to them you need to talk to this person i never reached out to them i never i thought they were all gone but all these texts wow. daily and i'm like I'm, I'm even telling tony every day i said i cannot make this shit up <laughs> i said <laughs> i cannot make this i said i'm just sitting here and texts are coming out of the blue i said i haven't talked to these people for months like I have, and they're here and then I have to tell them and then I get the response, you know, the next day that, you know, how grateful they are that, you know, I told them the truth. And that's, that's the biggest thing you have to do. You, you have to tell the truth. You have to be authentic. You know, if you want to clear yourself, you got to tell the truth, you know, and that, that's what I did. I told them the truth. I gave them the truth, what was going on, what I did to them, you know, and it cleared them. Now I'm cleared from them. I'm clear, clear, clear. I don't have any, anything with them. Wow. And then once that was clear, like there was nothing. I hadn't, after the last one, the last text I got from somebody, I'm like, okay, I think that's it. And then it opened up the door again for me to talk to V again, that we had a chance to talk. You know, we're still working on things and we're still going through some stuff. And, you know, but I can understand her because I heard her and I did all this stuff to her, but I'm trying to show her that, Hey, I am also working on myself and I'm trying to get better. And just because I think I'm better, it's not, I still have to do the self work. I still have to do a lot of things, right? Things are going on in my life that, and it's weird. I've tried to, okay, I'm going to change my phone number and nope, it wouldn't let me do it. I'm the only case in Roger's history <laughs> that they could not change a number until recently when I had to clear one more person. Oh, one person wow. had to come. Yeah. 
Because wow. it should have been easy. I went to the, yeah, because I said, hey, I'm going to get a new number, so I'll be clear. And then when I phone my, uh, my uh, cell provider, yeah, we'll change your number. They put it in and go, oh, that's weird. It's not accepting. I said, oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, not at all. Wow. Not, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> the next day they said, hey, just try tomorrow. Maybe it was just a glitch in the system. Went to the thing. Yeah. Same thing. The guy couldn't figure out why his number was changing. He changed my account number. He changed my everything he could do. I changed my plan. Nope, wouldn't accept it. I went to their tech guy he, and said, he's been here for seven years. He's never seen this. I said, yeah, no, only me. I have the only possessed number in the planet. Yeah. yeah. So he said it'd take a week. And sure enough, you know, I was waiting and then I was with B and then I that number came up, so I said, yeah, see, <laughs> I had to wait for this one person. And yep, that one person, I had to tell him, you know. And then once it cleared, sure shit, and the next day, they gave me my new number. Whoa. And the new number, which is even weirder, this is because I had two numbers that I asked them to give me. I said, if you get clear it, I want these two numbers, and just phone me before you change it. They said, yeah. So I'm sitting at B's place where, and I, I was wondering why my phone wasn't working all of a sudden. I go in there and I get a voicemail from my uh, cell thing. I said, yeah, you can change your, uh, your voicemail. They changed it without telling me. And the last four digits of my, that number is the year of my birth. <laughs> so, oh my yeah. gosh. I'm like, okay. And it, I was mad. I thought, oh, this is not the number I wanted. So I'm phoning them and I'm looking at this number and going, here's a six seven that's a year like you know what the universe told me <laughs> i'm not arguing with them <laughs> i'm good right so wow these are the things that are happening and so with that again i even sat i thought i'm sitting back i'm all good no they're making me work you know there's still stuff i need to do stuff if you want to be clean you have to be clean and everything you have to go through your hard drives you have to go through your house you have to clean everything you know, anything that's here, I just went through tooth and nail and cleaned everything because everything kept coming back. Everything. So, you know, you would find things like, ah, fuck, I forgot all about that. You know, but yeah, it's telling you, you're not doing the work. Living you know? a pure you, life. Yeah. If you want, if you want to have that beautiful life, you got to be clean and you clear it. And that's what I did. I cleared everything. It's clean, 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 you know. So whether, you know, she comes back or not, that's, you know, it's up to the universe now to let it happen. I really want her to come back. I'm like, this is like a movie and I'm like attached. I want her to come back. I, know, I am like I want... mostly invested in this story. Yeah, that is yeah so I want her to come horrible. back. But yeah, so, but I know you have to, and that's what I'm trying to tell people is if everybody goes through this dark side and you know, you cannot sometimes do it by yourself. You do need to get that plant medicine help. I'm not advocating that. Yeah, sometimes you could do without it. I believe you can do without it. But if you really feel you can't, go to these places, get the plant yes. medicine. Let them help you. So you make that contract with the universe, they'll help you, you know, and you get there. But you've got to do that self-work. Hmm. You know, it doesn't guarantee that things are going to always happen the way you want, but ensures you that, you know, you're responsible for all those negatives and you can just clear them out and you're going to be far, far better in the, in the long run. Wow. You know, when those moments get tough and when, when you feel that there's nothing, you know, you're going to, you're going to, and then that's the beauty. It comes in little pieces. So I'm defragmented right now. 
that's what's happening. Because to me, I feel like I'm a little child. I'm only eight weeks old, right? From February 23rd to now. That's awesome. You know, I love I'm, this so much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm, a, I'm learning now a new program. From this shit that I, I did for 43 years is gone. That Robin is gone. That person, whoever that was, that, that dirt bag is gone, you know? And now I'm here. So now I'm here. So I'm cleaning up and I'm becoming this better person now. I'm becoming this, you know, awesome person where I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. I have, you know, I'm being authentic. I'm being truthful. I'm being, when people ask something, I'll, I'll help them. You know, I'm helping, you know, V's friend that was going through something. She heard it from the truth. You know, I wasn't mean about it. I just told her the truth is what's happening. You know, where she's wondering why this guy is not calling her. I said, I can tell you right now because he's not interested. You know, I'm just trying to tell her it's, you know, it's painful, but that's what's happening. Take it right. from a dirt bag that did, you know, he's doing the same thing, you know. Uh, but it comes a fragment to now become where I don't live in the fear anymore. So now I live through calm and clarity where I don't have to live through fear and uh, all that other stuff that I was going through, right? I can live through a pure life now. This is like the best feeling I've, I've felt in years. Uh, I wish I could, I could see it before, but I didn't. So it took me now, but this is the way it is now for me. Oh, that is so I don't know where the story is going to be. Yeah. So I don't know where the story is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen in my journey, but all I can do is just keep doing the work and you know, the universe is going to tell you, yeah. I made this contract. It's not going to go away. They're not going to stop now. <laughs> you know, I got work to do. And this is one thing that I, I love being on your podcast because now it gives me the opportunity to tell people, you know, people are going to see it. Now they're going to see you know, the authentic, what really happens, you know. I, I guarantee hide. if someone starts this podcast, they're going to listen to the whole thing. Just, <laughs> I hope what, so. What a beautiful, yeah. you got to write this down too, man. Write your story down, please. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. so yeah. many lives on so many levels. This That's touches, like amazing there's so many men that can relate. There's so many women that can relate at different levels. There's so much deep, deep healing that can come from your story, man. You're exactly, gonna, right. You've got to use this gift and spread it to the world, man. We got to, I want everyone to hear this. This is incredible. Exactly. exactly. You have and such a beautiful to... purpose. It's all tied yes, into your purpose yeah. now. You're now. Exactly. You can tell it's genuine, authentic, so and real. You are like... so real about everything. And you, your you. next thing is stepping into this purpose of using all that ancestral heal, trauma that healing and using it for so much good to help other people. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say is that people think that, hey, you're only having this problem now. But no, this has been happening thousands and thousands of years. So you think you're having a problem now. You need to clear that, that soul lineage that you have because you're not clearing it. And it's just coming. You're just, now you're collecting it. That's what's been happening to me. I was collecting it. Yeah. And being a warrior myself, because I know I'm a warrior, I was yeah. fighting it, but I couldn't because in, when you're in this 3D world, you don't see it. You know, on the other side, you're fighting this battle. And that's why when you say, hey, I'm always in a battle. Well, yeah, you are <laughs> because yeah. it knows. But when you're clear and it's like, and you feel that calmness, it's like, it's the best feeling in the world. It is clear. And then also you get the right people that come and help you because Tony helped me. And then I met uh, other people from Rhythmia, like Cynthia is another, she helped me. She's a clear, if anybody needs a great medium or anybody, my friend Cynthia is an amazing, amazing person. She, wow. you know, she told me what was happening to me. She says I'm a slider. I didn't know what a slider was because now I have all this power 
in me. That is, you know, that's why I was wondering why all this electronic stuff would happen to me. Like with the phone number, she goes, yeah, because you've got so much power. Now just defragmate it and it, things are going to happen to you. Wow. You know? Yeah. And I still have to work because I'm still going to, I'm going to see a, a counselor because I need a coach too, right? Because now, now I can have, because I'm all over the place. I just need somebody to focus me, right? Now I can be focused and then I can, you know, I need a coach and that's what I need. So, and then we're going to see, you know, focus on one thing at a time. Before I was here, I'm trying to get to V, I'm trying to get to here and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Now I'm just focused on one thing, right? Let's focus on the podcast. Now tomorrow, I'll just focus on myself and then awesome. we'll go from there. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's awesome. just, yeah. So I hope some of these people. I'm yeah. I am so excited for you too, man. Find some kind of creative outlet and blast your story, brother, because you got some big things to make happen around Seriously. here. That is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I need, you know, it's great to talk to you. And Tony said, hey, you know, I met David and Megan and say, oh, that'd be great to be on the camera. Oh, let me talk to them. And then I was like, okay, yeah, sure. If they want to hear my story. I'm oh. so glad it worked out. We're staying connected yeah. to you, man. This yeah. is good. Hey, oh, every, yeah. everything happens for a reason, man. You know that. I know you obviously oh, exactly. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, people come into people's lives for a reason, man. Let's, I, 100% we're staying in contact. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Every time, anytime you guys want to call me, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I would love to. Dude, thank you contact. so, so much for yeah, telling your this story. Was this was incredible. I was tired today. Now I'm like, this is. <laughs> that was the biggest emotional roller coaster I've been through on a podcast. Yes, today. me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've had, I mean, I was sucked we've, in. We've probably done like 35 uh, epi- uh, interviews, and this was definitely the most emotional one that I've had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it was wow. beautiful. Though. It was beautiful. Yeah. It really was. Thank you. And oh, going yeah. back, I can't get over the hands. That was, this is such a movie because why were your hands on fire? And it all comes back at the end. It's because of all that incident. And then they were exactly. healed at the they end. Had, oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Because they had to heal me because I couldn't take that pain because they knew I couldn't handle it until my, I was fixed. Like without being fixed, that pain would be tremendous for me. Like, so it was yeah. taking the power of that pain. So and, when I was clearing it, I cleared everybody's pain. Even today, I'm still clearing people's pain. And I did. Mm. You know, I cleared my, you know, my ex-wife's pain. I cleared my ex's pain. I'm mm. clearing all the people that were attached to me. I cleared them. They're free. I don't wow. have to be attached to them. Wow. You know, you I can't. And those wings behind you, do, do, do those wings have any attachment or what's? Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, until, yeah, I just had those. I just bought that last year and then I find out, oh, yeah, wings. That's, <laughs> you know? that's like awesome. It. Very nice. Right. looks really cool. I think <laughs> it's very symbolic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, man, yeah, what... I know that. Uh, even that one night I said when I left, uh, when B left me, it told me, you're going to feel this pain for three days. I had to feel this tremendous pain. I could see my heart turn to sand. It was like, they made me sure that I never, ever, ever do this to anybody again. I will never, ever go backwards again. You know, oh, yeah. that is one thing. It, it, it's a gift. It's painful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I think it's a break. Yeah, up. yeah, I'll never ever go that route. No. Oh, you still there? Yeah, I think it's breaking here. up. A little. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anytime. I, I wasn't surprised by any power thing that's surging. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ask. Uh, well, we ask one question at the end of every podcast to end it, and the question is: If you could leave the world with one message, what would that be? One message. Yeah. Is just be truthful. Be authentic always be yourself like you give the truth 
your life is just going to be so beautiful. Like I said, oh, you know, don't beautiful. pretend to be someone, just be truthful, be who you are. And your life is just, it's just going to have, you're going to have such an authentic life, you know? And that's what I found. Like I said, now where I'm at, I have, you know, I'm looking forward to the future because now I can be myself. I can just be oh. me. You know, I don't have to pretend anything. I don't have to press anybody. I just be me. And it's the greatest feeling in the world. You know, oh. just be truthful now. Tell the truth. You know, if it's going to hurt somebody, try to do it in a way that, you know, you just have to be truthful. You don't have to hurt somebody, but be truthful. You know, give That's them what awesome. they need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And let it be, you know, yeah. oh, if you don't want to be with that person, at least tell them and then you can yeah. move on. Yeah. You know? For Everyone anybody, so. closure. Yeah. yeah, everybody does. Yeah, and just be truthful. Yeah, yeah. And go from there. Yeah, thank you. thank you again so much for being on here, man. Uh, thank I you too. Yeah, I can't wait. We'll be. I think uh, this one will probably be somewhere near the end of May. This one's gonna. I'll shoot you a message and let you know. But thanks. That'd be great. Thanks yeah. So much for being on here. This was such an honor for us to like interview and hear yeah, all. Yeah. Thank you. I'm honored uh, too. Yeah. You're gonna be you. going places, man. So uh, awesome. thank you. So I like much. it. Have a great rest yeah, of your uh, weekend. Yeah. Megan, hope you get better too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a journey. Okay, David. Yeah. Uh, uh, have a good one, brother. Happy healing. Thank you. Happy healing. Thank you. You too. Bye. Take care.